When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 6.30 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 6.30 Chad. In the third, a minute left. Detroit and Pittsburgh tied 2-2. Overtime looming, as we like to say. Well, I like to say it. I don't, you guys probably don't like to say it. Overtime looming. Makes overtime sound so creepy. Overtime's fun. Second period, Rangers lead the Wild 2-1. Early in the second period, Colorado and Chicago were scoreless. Late in the first period, Boston up 1-0 on Arizona. And uh, eight minutes left in the first Capitals with a 2-0 lead in Dallas. Wilson is 13th. Carlson is 9th. Both power play goals for the Capitals. The Elks, yeah, this is a significant name. You'll know this guy if you've followed NCAA football. Former Ohio State quarterback JT Barrett signing with the Elks. Really good career at Ohio State, uh, has been trying to latch on with an NFL team, hasn't really stuck over the last few seasons, so he's going to take a shot in green and gold. An exciting prospect there for Chris Jones and the crew. Oilers, yes, Evander Kane flying with them to Montreal today. He will play tomorrow. He and Ken Holland and Dave Tippett took questions from the media this morning, and Ken Holland kind of described the process of signing Evander Kane. When he got bought out by the, um, or his contract got voided by the San Jose Sharks a couple of weeks ago, I reached out to his agent, Dan Milstein, who I've got a good relationship with through our time in Detroit, and uh, said that we had some interest and, and uh, wanted to explore, and, you know, would Evander have some interest in coming to, uh, to join the Edmonton Oilers? And over the last uh, couple of weeks, we went through a process here. Evander went through a process um, to make a decision to come join us. And I talked to a lot of people uh, inside our organization, uh, players, uh, ownership. Uh, obviously, I work with Tip on an everyday basis. Tip and I talked a lot and uh, came to the conclusion that uh, if there's any way that we could get Evander to come here, we felt that it was going to be in the best interest of the Edmonton Oilers to make us a, a better team. So I think today's a great opportunity for the Edmonton Oilers. We've added, like I said, a top six player, makes us deeper, makes us better, brings a lot of different dimensions. And Evander Kane was asked a lot of questions about his past, about uh, relationships with teammates in the past, uh, you know, how come it didn't work out in his other stops in the NHL, those kind of things. And he was asked about his level of responsibility for how his career has gone. Well, I mean, it's a vague question. Um, you know, I don't, I don't necessarily um, have an answer for that. Uh, you know, there's certain things that have happened. Um, the majority of them outside of hockey uh, that uh, obviously um, have been well documented. Um, 
whether they're accurate or inaccurate. Um, but for me, it's uh, like I said, I, I take responsibility for things that uh, I've done wrong, but I'm definitely not going to take any responsibility for things I haven't done. And of course, Evander Kane last week did an extensive interview with Kayla Gray from TSN. That's uh, aired in two parts yesterday and today. Part two today, Kane said he was blindsided by the contract termination by the San Jose Sharks. He said that uh, within 48 hours of that happening, well over half the league is how he put it, contacted him about potentially going to a new team. He said uh, Joe Thornton was uh, the first call he got uh, showing some support. So some insight there into what has happened with Kane over the last two or three weeks uh, since the Sharks got rid of him. And now he has indeed landed with the Edmonton Oilers. Appreciated your calls in the first uh, hour of the show. Again, I know a lot of different opinions about it. It's going to be, for me anyway, the discussion will be about hockey starting uh, tomorrow. If there are other stories to tell, then then those are going to be told. But uh, he's, he's here to play hockey, and hopefully that is the uh, primary focus now, and hopefully he does well. I mean, uh, as we know, a player the Oilers... Here's the thing. A, a player a lot of teams would need. I, I don't think from a skill standpoint there's uh, much doubt about what he could do. He's been a pretty consistent performer. He's uh, been his goal scorer. He's been a rugged type of player. He's the quote-unquote hard-to-play-against tough guy uh, type of guy that the Oilers have been uh, screaming for for a long time. And so they get him. And I think tomorrow he's on a line with McDavid. I think it's going to start Kane, McDavid, and Hyman. And then it wouldn't surprise me to see uh, Nugent Hopkins and Dreisaitl and Yamamoto reunited. And then maybe you'll have uh, Fogel, McLeod, and Cassian together on a line with uh, some speed and maybe a bit of tenacity as well. That's that's how I think the top line is going to look, but we'll know more tomorrow. Furnace Family, Oilers Hockey, 3.30 for the face-off show. Game at 5 right here on 6.30. Chad, Sunday's going to be great. NFL Conference Championship Games, NFC West Showdown in the NFC as the 49ers will take on the Rams. In the AFC, for the fourth consecutive year, the Chiefs host the uh, AFC title game. And they're going to take on the upstart Cincinnati Bengals. So we are going to go to Fort McMurray. Now, you may be thinking, Reed, you can't, you don't have time to drive there by the end of your show. True. We're going to go through the good old digital connection. Now, why would we go to Fort McMurray to preview the AFC championship game? Well, this is a beauty. This is a beauty. We got a, a married couple here. They've been uh, married about six years, I think together a little longer than that. One of them, Huge Chiefs fan. The other one, oh, you guessed it. You know where I'm going with this. Huge Bengals fan. Please welcome to Inside Sports, Kirsty and Troy Dixon. Guys, how's hey, it going? You're doing great. Thanks so much for having us. Very awesome. Thank you. Yeah, well, this is fun to talk to you two. Uh, I mean, a, a different angle on the game. Uh, Kirsty, I'll start with you. Okay. Um, and I know a few people, oddly enough, who are Cincinnati Bengals fans. There's like, I don't know, I've maybe like 10 of us in all of Canada. So well, there's it's like... really exciting to meet other people that are <laughs> Bengals fans. We, when we were in Calgary, um, we went to Shanks and two other Bengals fans came in and I was like, oh my God, look at those guys. They're wearing the same colors as me. But with the no mingling restrictions, like all we could do was like look at each other from across the room and like do the nod. That was it. Like, I acknowledge you. <laughs> Okay, so, but but it is interesting because I'm serious. Like, I believe I have had 
couple people have moved on from the station, but I want to say three, maybe four Ched colleagues over the years who are like the Bengals. Now, they do not have a storied history generally. Sure. So why did you pick the Cincinnati Bengals? And All when right. did you when did you pick the Cincinnati Bengals? <laughs> um, so I probably started watching football 2012, 2013, just after Troy and I moved in together. And, you know, just one Sunday he's there in his undies in the recliner, flicking it on. And I'm like, All right, well, you know, I'm not a sports person like ever, ever, ever. I'm not into sports. But I thought, like, you know, I can either get behind this. And, you know, if you can't beat them, join them or, you know, just be miserable one day of the week for 16 weeks of the year. <laughs> so I decided to get behind it. And I sat down and I was like, all right, you got to tell me how this works and what these guys in tight pants are trying to do to these guys in tight pants. So I chose the bang. He said, you have to, you have to pick a team. And I started off actually with Baltimore because I had watched the blind side and the whole Michael Orr story and everything. But then there was a day that the Bengals came on the field and I said, who are they? They look flashy and sassy and I like it. <laughs> and he said, that's the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, and I said, I like it, I'm in, that's, we're going with them. But it wasn't the Bengals, it was the Tiger Heads. Yeah, that's what they were called to Kirsty. <laughs> that's still my fantasy football team. <laughs> oh, nice. Well, that's cool. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's that's a cool story. Now, Troy, you and the Chiefs, um, the fourth consecutive year hosting the AFC Championship game, a, a lot of other good seasons in which they, did, they didn't quite get there. Uh, where does your connection begin? Oh, way before we were good, that's for sure. Um, I like the Chiefs because I'm actually originally from Calgary. When I was a kid playing, you know, NHL 94 on Super Nintendo, um, I would choose the Flames. And then when I was playing the NFL version, which I think was called Blitz, I don't even really remember, I'd choose the Chiefs because the colors were somewhat similar. And then uh, as years went on, I became a much bigger football fan than a hockey fan. And I just recognized all the players from forever ago. So uh, it was an easy transition. And uh, yeah, away you go. Now I've been a diehard for... 20 plus years well in the last few years uh a bit of a dream come true eh it, it's been nice but it's funny when Kirsty got into football she she was no bandwagon jumper like she just picked Cincinnati from the way it looked but they were pretty good I mean they were going on five years in a row making the playoffs had never won one but uh and the Chiefs were garbage and then the Chiefs got good and the Bengals turned to garbage so this is the first <laughs> year that we're both good and it's we're calling it the Dixon Super Bowl. I mean, we never, we didn't think this would ever happen. The Chiefs have never played the Bengals in the playoffs, and here we go. Not only is it a playoff game, AFC Championship, one of us is going to the Super Bowl, guaranteed. We can't yeah. Which, now, will the will the will the individuals team who is not successful on Sunday? I'll use gentle <laughs> language. Will that person uh, throw their support behind the other person for the Super Bowl? Yes. Yeah, we both kind of decided, like, whoever makes it through, like, we'll do, like, a jersey swap kind of oh, thing. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We got uh, Kirsty and Troy Dixon on the show tonight. Uh, she likes the Bengals. He likes the Chiefs as they get ready for the AFC Championship team. Will you watch 
in the same room. Can you watch together on Sunday? Will that work? <laughs> we, we are nuts watching. So we cannot go to the bar. We cannot go in public. No. It's way too much. It, we would get thrown yeah. out. So we'll be watching in our garage, which is set up in Chiefs colors, thankfully. So I that have should a dangle be... corner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so hopefully that will get the job done. And uh, yeah, the loser of that game is good. Well, we're making it a little bit more interesting, too. We, we're in fantasy football. We take it super hardcore. There's always crazy bets going on. So for this one in particular, not fantasy, obviously, but the loser has to handcuff a four liter jug of water to their hand for 24 hours straight. We're talking bathing, bathroom, <laughs> sleeping, the whole kit and caboodle. It's so, hilarious. How do you come up with that? Oh man, you that's, would that's bizarre. You list a hundred things long. Just last week, my buddy was over for the Bills game, he had to chug a bottle of maple syrup. Oh, no, well, that sounds like that'd be fun for about two seconds and then agony <laughs> for the next two minutes. It was disgusting. <laughs> yeah, halfway through, we're just like, oh my God, I can't believe this is going on. <laughs> so, um, this past weekend, which of you was more tense, more gut wrenched, surviving your team's eventual dramatic victories? Ooh. I think that'd be you because of the overtime. Yeah, I mean, just the way the Chiefs game ended, like that, I will argue to the death that that was the most intense, exciting game in history. Maybe like it was unbelievable. The way that the Bengals game ended too was also nuts. I mean, Tannehill throwing his third pick and like, you know, you guys realizing you're making it. Yeah. They were equally crazy. And you got sacked nine times. <laughs> you get sacked nine times and move on. I like it doesn't. Normally, that doesn't make any sense. It doesn't compute, but a pick for the first play, a pick for the last play, and here we, here we are. <laughs> so I got to ask you this because to, I think it's fair to say the expectations preseason for these teams would have been different. Mm -hmm. Kirsty, is this season a win for you, even if the Bengals don't get it done on Sunday, or are you now it's got to be a championship or bust. No, absolutely. It's been a win for sure. Um, coming off of seasons where you might win four games, maybe, and like there's a tie thrown in there somewhere as well. So, I mean, to have the record we have this year, which is more wins than probably the previous three years combined, um, it's a win. And just seeing like the way that the team operates with one another is more of like a cohesive squad. And they just seem overall like happier, I think. Um, they've stayed out of prison this year, which is nice. So. Thirsty's <laughs> like a diehard Pac-Man Jones fan. She's got Pac-Man Jones autographed jersey in the corner over here. So yeah. she likes the sassy players for sure. Yeah, he follows me on Twitter. <laughs> oh, amazing. That's That's cool. Well, and Troy, same question for you. I mean, look, this is a, as long as they have Mahomes, there's going to be high expectations. So, and after, I mean, last year's Super Bowl was uh, such a downer for, for Chiefs. I mean, the, yeah, I'm not trying me. to bring back bad memories, but. <laughs> yeah, that, that sucked. Um, you know, start of the season for sure, it was championship or bust. That's kind of the whole, the whole expectation we had for that team. But, you know, given what happened, how lousy the start we had, and then to come back and, and kind of pull it together i mean i was happy to make the playoffs and i was happy to get through pittsburgh and then the way that buffalo game went down i'm just so thankful we're still playing so uh i could say that yeah i'd still classify it 
as a success to go through that adversity. And I think we're set up for success for a, a while still. But uh, man, do I ever want to get back into that uh, Super Bowl chance again, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I think it's going to be a great game. This, I, I will be thinking about you guys while I'm watching it because it's another another little piece to add to the drama, so that's pretty cool. And I'm glad things remain loving between the two of you, even oh, yeah. through this period of, of sports conflict. She says that now, but she's never really had a, won a major game before, so I'm curious. Can you call last week and a week before? Uh, I mean, like, uh, I guess, I mean, against each other is what I'm trying to say. So I'm curious to see either how uh, good of a loser you'll be or how bad of a winner you'll be. <laughs> there was a pretty big game, I feel like, seven years ago where you didn't get a touchdown. That's important to know. I propose, I propose our first football game ever. We went to Cincinnati. I proposed just out, like before the game at Chiefs versus Bengals, our first football game ever. And Chiefs didn't score a touchdown. Not we got a, our butts. We got our butts kicked. <laughs> I didn't even see a touchdown first time seeing them. <laughs> Meanwhile, the Bengals were doing like backflips into the end zone. Yeah. It was beautiful. Yeah. It was such a great weekend. <laughs> that well, enjoy the game. A great story. Uh, that is Kirsty Dixon and Troy Dixon, Fort McMurray couple, married for six years, got engaged at a game between the Chiefs and the Bengals in the regular season, October 2015. And uh, now they will sit in their garage and one of them, one of their teams is going to the Super Bowl. And as they said, whoever loses, whosever team loses will support the other person's team in the Super Bowl. <laughs> that's, a, that's a fun story. That was cool to talk to them. And Kirsty's thrilled that the Bengals stayed out of prison this year. Winning year, AFC championship game, and none of the players are in jail. So she's got her priorities straight. That was awesome to have them on the show. And I got to thank my uh, colleague at 630 Chet, Evan Cook, for suggesting that for a story, too. That is an absolute beauty. Okay, we're almost at the weekend, folks. Well, many of you are, are probably already there. I'm, I guess I'm close to mine. Uh, we'll wrap up the show in a few minutes. Inside Sports on Chet. Darnell Nurse and the Oilers taking on Montreal tomorrow. That was fun. Uh, Kirsty and Troy Dixon. <laughs> she likes the Bengals. He likes the Chiefs. That's going to be. I wish I could watch them watch the game on Sunday. That might be more entertaining than the uh, game itself. Let's look through the NHL scoreboard here. Capitals leading the Stars 3-0. That is now after the first period. Also after the first, Boston and Arizona tied 1-1. Middle of the second, Avalanche up 1-0 in Chicago. After two, Minnesota and the Rangers are tied 2-2. Chris Kreider, his 31st of the season for the Rangers. And in a shootout, Detroit gets a victory 3-2 against the Pittsburgh Penguins. The uh, Elks news today is uh, significant, uh, significant, a tantalizing talent, shall we say. Joining the Elks, former Ohio State quarterback J.T. Barrett signed today. Three-time winner of the Big Ten Conference's Quarterback of the Year Award. That was back in 14, 16, and 17. So, uh, yeah, played big-time NCAA football. Uh, bounced around the NFL a little bit, uh, could never really stick with a team, but uh, perhaps, perhaps he's going to be what the Elks uh, need. I, I mean, there's still Chris Jones. He, he's going to be bringing in a lot of players. He's going to be cutting a lot of players. We've already seen that happening. Um, I mean, this is one of those, obviously we'll see, but um, 
you know, you, you, you played at Ohio State and you've had a lot of least looks in the NFL, uh, that bodes well for coming to the Canadian Football League. So uh, we'll see how it goes once we get to camp with Jay. T. Barrett. Evander Kane, yes, he spoke earlier today. You can get a full story on 630chet.com, globalnews.ca. He will be in the lineup tomorrow. He will play when the Oilers meet the Canadians. So 3.30 for the face-off show. Game's going to be at 5. And then Monday, no inside sports. we got another game. So I'll join you for the face-off show at 4 o'clock Monday afternoon, 5.30 puck drop against the Senators. Thanks to Dave Campbell. He's the producer of Inside Sports. Chris Gardner, your studio producer this evening. My name's Reed. Have a great weekend. I'll talk to you at 3.30 tomorrow. 6.30 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 6.30 Chad.